Big news on Locked On Nuggets. We have a massive free agent edition. We'll tell you who and what that means for the show. Plus, is this season going to be more or less interesting than the championship season? And we're going to give you one big prediction for the upcoming Nuggets season. This is Locked On Nuggets. You are Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast, part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Thanks for joining us and making us your first listen. We appreciate you guys making us a part of your day on whatever platform that you've chosen, whether you're on YouTube or you can join a live version of the show. Just turn on notifications Smash that like button for us. Helps us out so much. We really appreciate you guys being with us. Or if you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure to give us those five-star reviews. Appreciate you guys being along for the ride. Hope you're having yourselves a great week. We appreciate you guys being an everyday. I'll let you know today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. I'm joined by Adam Mares. He's director of content for DNBR. You can check out the pre- and post-game shows before every Nuggets game, as well as Nuggets shows on the daily, as well as great coverage of great football teams like the Colorado Buffaloes, who that was an awesome game. Matt, you don't have to do this, man. You don't have to do this. I know what you're awesome. doing. It was an awesome game on Saturday. That game was amazing. That game was absolutely riveting. I was, I was very, uh, I, I was sad for both for whoever was going to lose that game. It was really awesome. Yeah. It was uh, really Adam, how's your weekend? My weekend is good, man. I love that you're just stringing this out. <laughs> Making the folks in the chat segment wait, wait for it. Uh, but in all sincerity, I, I just some behind the scenes. You guys know this from following me and Matt. We love doing this show. We love the conversations we have where we agree, where we disagree, where we debate, where we do all of this. You also know that Matt and I both do a lot of things, both with Locked On and with other outlets. And last year, probably our worst year ever at getting you five shows a week. I know you guys deserve them. I think we did a great job of getting you three, four shows a week, we, you know, and they were great shows, whatever we did. But, you know, we want to be able to bring the show to you five times a week. We want to be able to make sure that you're getting something, you know, all that you're paying for, you know, tuning into us. And, and we had somebody in mind that we just thought was going to take this show, uh, make it consistent, but also bring a completely different voice and perspective that I think is going to pair really well in a bunch of different configurations. So um, that that's kind of the behind the scenes. And by the way, starting today, back to five times a week. Five shows a week going forward all the way through the next off season. You guys, five days a week and count on that we're locked in for it we're excited to be back with you for another season want to let you know there's a lot of questions in the comments about it uh at, neither adam and i are going anywhere uh we're both going to be on the show we're both going to be on the show multiple times a week you're going to get your your adam fix you're going to get whatever fix it is that you get from me uh and you're going to get a healthy fix of this individual who is Ah, he's in there. Swipe a cam. Swipe yes, a cam. on Nuggets. You can follow him on Twitter at Swipe a Cam. If you haven't already, what are you doing? Because he is one of the true kings of Nuggets Twitter. We're so glad to have him 
on board for this season. We're so glad to have him as our co-host. It's now a three-man game. It's no longer a two-man game. Running the triangle here on Locked On Nuggets. Swipa, welcome to the show, baby. Look, first off, uh, shout out to both Adam and Matt. Been a big fan for a number of years. I told them as soon as they sent the uh, invite out that I'd be honored to do it. I love Locked On Nuggets. I've been a fan. I, I watch basically every one of y'all shows. Uh, so I, I can't wait to be a part of the team and uh, everything that y'all do, the work that y'all do, what y'all contribute uh, to content for the NBA and the Nuggets. I'm, I'm super thankful and appreciative. So I hope I can, you know, fill in well. I got my Dion going on for y'all, sunglasses and hat. You know what I mean? I want to make sure I bring the tempo into the room. So, you know, definitely excited to be here. So what I like about this, Matt, is, you know, you and I have different energy. Swipa has different energy. And these shows will largely be either solo shows or duo shows. I mean, we'll hop on the three of us from time to time, especially big moments, you know, big games, but big things happening. Um, the three-man game will be awesome. But this will allow a lot of different configurations. You know, me and Swipa, me and Matt, Matt and Swipa, and then some one-off individual podcast, probably some notebook pods and, and different things sprinkled in there. So I like it because it's almost like you're getting five shows in one. Yeah, it should be great. It's going to be um, awesome, I think, in terms of the variety that we're going to be presenting to you. The regular schedule that we're going to have going forward, and there'll be weeks where we have to move things around for various engagements and so forth. But you're going to get World's Finest with me and Adam on Sunday nights. Swipe is going to be with you on most Tuesdays. I'll be with you tomorrow on Tuesday's show. Wednesdays are going to be Swipa and Adam. So you're going to get that nice combination going there, which I think will be those shows are going to be absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Thursdays will be me solo. And then on Fridays, you're going to get me and Swipa going back and forth. I'm so excited to do those shows with both of the guys. I respect these guys so much. It's going to be great. I think for the fans show all sorts of angles, all sorts of, of sides of uh, the team, all that kind of coverage. Excited to have you guys. I love it. As somebody, Kyle Simonson says, this podcast might have a deeper bench than the actual Nuggets now, <laughs> which I like. That's true. One of us on the bench most of the times, you know, that it'll be good. No, here is my question, Matt. I told you before that I had a question for you. And actually, I'll ask Swipe a first, then Matt, you could tell you could tell me what you think. Do you think, Matt, because you're a positive Nuggets guy, you're optimistic, you're more optimistic than I am. I swipe a you, you definitely, I think, you ride even higher than I do, but I ride pretty high on the Nuggets. Is Matt going to zig, do you think, and be even more pessimistic? Do you think he's going to be super pessimistic now that he has to combat you and me? No. See, the thing about Matt, I don't actually think Matt is as pessimistic as he appears to be. I think Matt has just gone through so many years of trials and tribulations. I think he doesn't want to get his expectations up. So I think he combats it by okay. trying to be more pessimistic. He's stuck it but, up already, Matt. You hear yeah. this? No, no. You know what I'm saying? I've been listening to Matt for years. So this is what I'll say. I think if, if Matt believes in the take, for instance, you know, he made the argument last year that he thought Giannis should have been the MVP. We don't know. He didn't actually believe that. He didn't actually believe that he was better than Giannis <laughs> last year, but he just had to put it out there for the sake of the basketball take. So we understand it. All right. I see how this is going to be. That's fine. That might make one week. He's going to last one week. He's like, I'm out of here. Man. That's fine. Uh, I, I'm, I'm fine with this. I'm okay with this. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I think I, I will say this is definitely going to be, be a season, I think, where <clears throat> I think it's going to be a challenge a little bit because I think there's going to want to be the the championship felt so good and was so rewarding for Nuggets fans that I think there's going to be a desire to hang on to that. And like, I'm always looking for like whatever, I, you know, tr truth is subjective a little bit in a lot of cases, but like whatever is closest to the truth, whatever is most accurate. 
And like, I have a lot of, I have a lot of questions and concerns. Like, I don't, I don't think I've made that. Like, it's hard to say that I'm going to pivot to being pessimistic because I've been pretty nervous. <laughs> you might uh, pivot to be optimistic though. I mean, part of me thinks when the team does it, it's hard to conceive a team doing it. Like, it was hard to conceive the Nuggets winning the title, but now we saw it. So yeah. it's almost easier to conceive them winning because it's like, well, they'll just do what they did last year. Right. And now we know what that looks like. Right. And so I, I just think it's going to be, I, I, and this kind of is going to lead into our, our second segment. I think about, you know, what this year is going to be like, um, because there was so much positivity and, and energy surrounding kind of making another run. And I'm going to be really curious to see how this year plays out in terms of how that feels. And they, I think they can make another run. That's the thing is like, I am not like, yeah, no, the Nuggets are not winning the title. It's not, I am not, I, there, there will not be a point barring injury where I get there. Like no matter what happens regular season, I'll still be like, look, if they get in, this is still the, the defending champs and they still got the best player in the, in the series and in the world. Um, but I think it's going to be very interesting to see like how the energy of the season goes, but that's why I think it's going to be a great combination of the three of us, because we're going to have Adam who uh, vacillates between being positive, but very worried about the things that he's specifically worried about. And then Swiper, and then me, who's going to be like, doom, doom. <laughs> Yeah. Um, why don't we take a break on the other side? We'll get into that question. Is this upcoming season going to be more or less interesting than last season? We'll do that on the other side when we return on Locked On Nuggets. First, I need to tell you about FanDuel Sportsbook. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets win or lose if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel there's no better time to get in on the action your Colorado Buffaloes are big dogs next weekend you can absolutely get in and bet them as well uh, I went eight and three this weekend on NFL size and totals it was very it was a very good weekend for me teasers were very good by the way great wait 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 wait, wait. did you bet for the Broncos or against the Broncos I didn't I immediately was like, oh, I like Washington. But then everybody was like, no, 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 Broncos are the side. So I bet the under, and that was dead in the first half yeah, because yeah. they scored in the first half. So I did not bet against the Broncos at all. I actually, I, all I did was I teased the Jaguars. And that was like the only, of the relevant games of our of our little panel. That was the only game that um, I had anything that came through on. Uh, yeah, so FanDuel Sportsbook, absolutely the best way. You're going to get $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app's so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders. You can get your same-game parlays, NBA futures, wide variety of them, lots of good ones that you can get in on in there. Lots of stuff that's going to be in the market coming up. You can bet on stuff like Jamal Murray's points over. I'm predicting that's probably going to be around 23.5 is probably where that's going to land. It'll be interesting to see where he goes this season and how to bet it. We'll talk about that on a future show. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. We'll be right back on Locked On Nuggets. Welcome back to Locked On Nuggets. Thanks for joining us and making this part of your day. Sale Philly says every season's different. Five, 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 five ish. Just join. It's like, what is happening? As he just popped in the chat and is like, wait, Swipe is here? Yes, Swipe Again is with us this season on Locked On Nuggets. I'm glad to have him with us. So let's dive into this this first segment that we're gonna do with Swipe. Swipe, let's start here. If we're comparing last season to this season. And the experience of watching that team come together and start off kind of slow. I will never forget Adam and I doing the, are the Nuggets in trouble episode in early November? Um, 
their surge through the midseason, how awesome they were, the dominant play, all of that, the late season swoon. It was an interesting season even before the playoff run, but there was so much expectation around it. But in large part, it was also like by, I don't know, mid-January, it was like, oh, the Nuggets are going to be a top three seed. You know, they're going to be one of those names up there. They're in contention for a title, even if nobody's talking about them. I think the most interesting thing about the Nuggets last season was a conversation about the Nuggets, which everyone has kind of pointed out how absurd that's been from Wade to everybody else. So uh, my question for you, Swipa, is, is this season going to be more or less interesting in terms of the story of the season from the for the Nuggets than last season? Yeah, I think it's a good question. I think it, it depends on what you define as interesting. I think this season is the prove that it was for real season. I think a lot of people have questions about it because they played the teams that were quote-unquote in the play-in. You didn't get a chance to play against, obviously, the Celtics. You didn't get a chance to play against the Bucks. Some of these teams that people predicted going into the season were going to be your elite team. Even through the, re- the course of the regular season, everybody said the East was stronger because they felt like the East was the strongest at the top. And nobody was going to be able to beat uh, one of those teams that were coming out of the East. So I think it's going to be interesting because now you have a solidified Jokic. You have the the bad juju of the third straight MVP season that's going to be gone. I think Jamal Murray, because he's ascended and now he's healthy, Porter is going to have a healthy offseason again for just the second time in his career. Uh, I think also, too, you know, Aaron Gordon is solidified as like key lead high-level role player now. Uh, and then, you know, now, like Peyton Watson, Christian Brown, what do they do with the bench? Jalen Pickett, Hunter Tyson, they got a lot of young guns. How are they going to be able to mesh in order to make the bench work? How do they work with the rest of the starters? I think all of this is going to be a part of the conversation. So I think it can be more interesting in the fact that the Nuggets have a chance to legitimize their last year's title run by being even better and having an even stronger run this year because – if you imagine that by the end of the season, some of these teams that are at the top of the West, at the top of the East, you know, they're probably going to make it through some of the tougher rounds in terms of the second round into the third round of the playoffs. So I think if you get that, plus this brand new retooled Lakers team and all these new narratives, now you got Bradley Bill with the Phoenix Suns. I think all of that's going to lend itself to if the Nuggets are able to get it done this year, I think this is just going to add to the legacy of what the Nuggets did last year. The first thing I want to say, because I I like most of what you said there. The first thing I'm going to say is I'm giving no breath to the people that say, well, this is a prove it year. And I've already done a couple podcasts, like season preview podcasts, one in particular where the host says, yeah, but they didn't really face, you know, they didn't face the Celtics. I don't, you know, did they have an easy path? And I'm sitting here thinking like, I am not giving any credence to this. I'm not. I, think like, I know I'm, which one, I didn't. I didn't hear it, but I think I know which one this is. We're gonna have to talk. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my guy Nate Duncan. I'm gonna all say because I don't want to like talk around him. It's my guy Nate Duncan, and he gives the Nuggets credit. I think there's, you know, I'm not gonna bash the guy too much. I was on his show, and I even pushed back on it. We went back and forth, but to me, I don't even want to acknowledge that. You know, I don't want to acknowledge that this is the prove it year. They proved it last year. They won the title. <laughs> they won the title. Suns. Beat them by 50 points the last two games. Lakers, sweep. I don't want to hear about this. Like So for me, I don't even want to bring that into the universe. But I will ask this question. Was last year interesting? The re- And I want to keep this to regular season. Guys, the yeah. playoffs was incredible. It was supremely interesting. It was very, very interesting. But the regular season last year, I'm trying to think. The first 20 games were pretty clunky. We were worried about the team. January they just, in February, they turned into a wrecking ball and just murdered everyone. 
And then they looked up and nobody was close to him in the standings. And then they kind of floated through the end. Half of the season, the first 20 games of the year in the last 10, so a little bit less than half, were actually pretty boring, you know, relative to, to the expectation. So part of me looks at it and goes, I don't know if Denver's going to be super interesting this year, but I actually think it's overstated how interesting they were last year until the playoffs. I kind of agree with you in that they, our, our thing was like, look, this is not going to get it done. Like the defense is too bad. You know, like they're not like, you can't be a serious contender if this is what your defense looks like. And like, I was on the show saying like, well, here's what the veterans said. The veterans were like, we're going to get it straight. Don't worry. Like, yeah, we like we've got to get this fixed. It's a problem, but we're gonna be home and we're gonna get it fixed. Like they they never really wanted to explicitly say like we've been on the road the first three and a half weeks of the season because they they understand that once you start making excuses, it just looks bad. It's true. But they were right. Like they it was like, oh, and then within two weeks in December, I was like, Oh, okay. So they actually are just waiting to get home. And they were dominant. They were dominant, they were so dominant for two months. They were, and that part was really fun, by the way. Their dominant yeah. stretch was super interesting. Like you, you started was, to see it. It was interesting in from the context of because, like, I'm doing these radio shows and talking about them from a betting perspective, and talking about them from you know the idea of, of what I was trying to explain to people was you really need to understand how many weapons they have. Like, I don't think people really realize it that you need Jokic to make it work. But when it is operational and you do have Jokic surrounded by this much shooting, this much athleticism and this much size, I really don't know how anyone's going to stop them. And what I also kind of think is interesting, I, I think the most interesting thing about the season, honestly, other than like, how do they respond when they hit what's going to be, I think, the strongest bit of adversity that they faced with this team, which began last year. This is, you know, first year, last year was first year with KCP. Um the I think the other interesting thing will be like what's the approach? What does this look like from a repeat perspective? If you look back and you look at a lot of the teams that tried to repeat and these seasons, there isn't a pattern because if you go back and you you know Nate Duncan would be like, well, they're like it was kind of a one off. They they kind of shot the moon here. Okay, well the Mavericks kind of did that, but then they imploded because they didn't resign Tyson Chandler and Jason Kidd was gone and. The Raptors kind of did that, but then Kawhi Leonard left. Bruce Brown left, but the starting five is intact, and all of the made the the top the big four are still there. So you do have this continuity, you do have this consistency, you do have this stretch over. And we've seen I've we've seen runs like the 2016 Warriors, who everyone was like, okay, that was a good run, but like they're not going to be better this year. And then they won 73 games. And uh, you have teams like the 2013 Heat that after they won the title. They won 25 in a row that year. They were incredible that year. So one of the things, as much as I am bearish on the Nuggets regular season chances, if I am wrong, I am wrong way off. Like they're going to be absolute. Like there's only to me two ways that this goes. They're at like 47 wins or they're at near 60. That to me, Cam, is going to be seven wins. I mean, come on, 50, 47 wins, I think would be tough. I think 52 is the number you're looking for when you say the downside of this. Like, didn't, yeah, 52 is a lot of wins. 47 is not a lot of wins. I mean, that's like the Thunder are projected to have 47 wins. They won 53 last year with yeah. remarkably good health. 
Yeah, but I mean, come on, health, good health for the Nuggets really means. But they also went ten and eight. Didn't they also went eight and ten down the stretch of the season, though? They did. Well, so like that's an interesting. Again, one reason this is going to be more interesting. That's an interesting question here. Is like, are are they going to not have the stretches that they did at the beginning and end of the season? Are they going to be more more dialed in than they were last year? Or schedule more even. Yeah, well, I think, too, if you remember, though, the, even when you're talking about when they were 29th in defense, uh, before that Memphis game, when they went on that crazy run, they were basically playing as if, like, they hadn't played together before. And they, they hadn't in years. You know, Jamal, KTP, obviously Bruce Brown was on the roster. Michael Porter Jr. was back. They had never all played together since 2021 for basically an eight-game stretch. So I think what happened last year, and for me, why it was so interesting, I think the difference is this year, they had to learn about how to play together, what their strengths were, how to accentuate their strengths, and how to cover up their weaknesses. And they spent the first really 20%, 25% of the season doing that. But then once that Memphis game happened, they, they won, I think, 104 to 91. After that point, they took over the, the top spot in the Western Conference, and they were a juggernaut after that. And they went into the Celtics game on January 1st. I think they won 123 to 111 or whatever that might have been. Like, they just kept making these very impressionable wins by having this very – very high level defense with almost perfect execution on offense. So I think honestly for me, I think the reason why this year could be different for me, Matt, is I think it might go the other way. I think that because they have won together, they played together, the oldest person on their core is 28 years old and AG and Jokic. I think because of everything happening all at once, I think Murray taking a step into his prime, KCP having another year, Brown having another year, Peyton Watson coming to the offense and to the defense. I actually think they actually could have a stronger start to the season. And I actually think they could be better in terms of their peak than they were last year. Now, how that equates to wins, I, mean, I don't know if they hit 55 or 56, but really, but Matt, let me ask you this even, because for me, I feel like they play based on where they are in their schedule and based on the competition they're playing, like in terms of the level mm-hmm. that you're going to get from them. Because we went into the playoff last year, I think a lot of us had questions. Remember, we did the Den Bender show with Ryan. And we were asking the question, like, how good were they were going to be? They had just basically ended the season versus the Houston Rockets taking an L. And then they lost to the Spurs. And all of a sudden, they get to the Timberwolves series, and everything is coming together. Their defense was precise. Their rotations were precise. So I think some of this is, do you think that because they have a renewed sense of energy and purpose and they know how to play together, that now they're going to have a different expectation from the team starting the year off? Yeah, I, I don't know because I think that there is kind of uh, the idea of the championship hangover and the fact of, um, I think, wanting to manage that a little bit, especially from the perspective of how important Nicola is to this team, right? And that's not any sort of groundbreaking information, but relative to other teams in this spot, the Nuggets are quite honestly more dependent on Nicola than a lot of other champions are on that guy. Do you and- think it- do you think it's going to be less this year, though? No. I think Jamal can have an even better season and be an all-star, but I don't have any sort of way to find out, like, what's a bread and butter? Like, what, right. what are they going to go to, right? Is it going to be – like, can they really run Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray, two-man game? Like, can they really run Jamal Murray, MPJ, two-man game? That's a good point. Like, the, Murray can have a breakout year, and yet mm-hmm. the team is still equally as dependent on Jokic. Yeah. There's, I just yeah. think that that's who they're going to be is they're going to be dependent on him. Um, and as such, it's like, I don't know what Nicola feel. The best way I can, I can say to describe this is I don't know what Nicola is going to feel like he can give. Right. Well, okay. I push back. I think we've talked about this once before. I know I've sent it over at DNVR, 
One way that you could be wrong about that, because I think it's certainly possible. Like you got to yep. wonder what Jokic wants to give in the regular season this year, how motivated all those things. It's a long year. And I do think, by the way, that he plays in the Olympics next year. Serbia is yep. now qualified. And I do think that some part of him will probably have to be thinking about that, that he's going to basically play through an entire offseason next year. So the pacing is going to be real good. But Jokic loves playing good basketball. Mm-hmm. I think he's annoyed of regular season basketball when it's bad. And I sit here and I see Aaron Gordon going out to Serbia and spending all that time with him. And I sit here and think, is Jokic and Aaron Gordon's chemistry going to be better than ever this year? At the very least, it's going to be the same. I think there's a good argument it's better. Him and Murray, better. Him and Michael Porter, I expect it to be better. Him and KCP. KCP just arrived last year. They had to build chemistry throughout the regular season. Better. So I look at that starting lineup and I think, this might be, to your point, the starting lineup might mirror those Heat teams, those Warriors teams, where after they got the title, they had this confidence, they had this chemistry, and everything came easy to them. And in that way, I do think that the year has a lot of potential to be even more interesting because the Nuggets might be in the same gear they are always in in November, December, but that gear might just fire a little bit faster than previous years. Uh, Aaron says that the bench is average this season. They'll win more than 53 games. The bench was bad last season. You're absolutely right. Like, if I'm evaluating, this is one of the things that's been a challenge, which is I look at all these young guys, inconsistent, and then Reggie Jackson on the bench – and I go, that's alarming. But then I'm also like, the bar was literally not zero. It was negative with Jeff around. Like, it just was. The bench was terrible. So all the bench has to do is, like, randomly through whatever force, just sheer effort just has to be zero, and it's still an upgrade. Um, my concern, though, is when I was able to get past that and I still get into the nights where they're going to miss a starter, that's where I start to see things cascading in the lineup like this is a fragile lineup construction and if the starters if any starter has to miss time there are ramifications on the others and like i also remember two years ago with will barton where you know look will's not the caliber of the guys that are on the starting five now but will played really well a lot and hard heavy minutes early in the season and it very visibly took a lot out of him as the season went on and i learned from that that the same could be true for KCP or Jamal or MPJ or Aaron or Nicola. And if there are those kind of ramifications, it can kind of cascade. I think, but getting back to the core question though, Swipa, is that I think the season will be more interesting from all from trying to answer all of these questions because I think we knew what to expect from them last year. We were worried that like, can they live up to the expectation? But if we just look at it rationally, like media day, we were like, man, this team, I, I was talking to Ryan Blackburn and was like, this offense might be the best we've ever seen. Like this might be the best offense we've ever seen. And they weren't, which to me is like, there's probably room for them to improve, but I'm really interested to see now I have less of an expectation of what they're going to look like because they could be better based off of the championship experience, or um, they could struggle a little bit with the championship hangover. Do you think y'all um, both Adam and Matt, do you think they would have the lows that they had last season? Do you think that will be, they will go quite to that level? Yes. I don't know if it'll be as extent. I mean, the lows last year were really about how long they lingered. It was the end of the season. That was a low that lasted like three, four weeks. I don't think they'll have that. But I do think the Nuggets are probably going to have a, a stretch, a, like a two-game stretch where we're like, my God, this team looks terrible. I wonder about the road splits. That's the one thing that, that I'm kind of interested in. Um, can they be as good at, at home as they were last year, which was their kind of saving grace? Can they be better on the road or the, is that who they're going to kind of be? Um, how they manage it. You talked about managing the schedule. 
these are all, I think, parts of a, of a pretty complicated question when it comes to what the season's going to be like for the Nuggets. Uh, on the other side, we're going to talk a little bit about predictions. It's time for us to get into prediction season, and we'll be giving out a lot of them over the next couple of weeks. We're going to start with one big prediction for the Nuggets season. We'll do that on the other side on Locked on Nuggets. <laughs> Back here on Locked On Nuggets. Thanks for joining us and making us part of your day. If you've got a second, please go to our YouTube page. Hit the subscribe and like button. Uh, if you're listening to this on uh, whatever podcast app, give us a review. Helps us out so much. Help us climb up. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about Locked On Nuggets. Matt, Scott, that, that one's for you. Yeah. Will the, But really, I'm just going to ask the question he's alluding to. Will the MVP conversation be more or less toxic this year than it was last year? Less. I think it'll be less. There's no way. I mean, there's just no way it's going to get that bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what if it's toxic for in a different direction? It might be toxic about Embiid. I, I did, I did, I did two hours of po- of podcast about MVP betting for buckets this week, and we got to Jokic's segment, and I openly said like I would not be surprised if he targets 64 games. Like I wouldn't be surprised if like he aims for it. If it, if it's the last week of the season and he needs to play in all three. To hit 65. What about the new um, restaurant, Matt? New restaurant. I don't know if you can. <laughs> the restaurant, it's true. Um, so uh, I I think that the conversation will be less. Well, let me put it this way. I think it'll be less toxic, but I think uh, it'll also be, it might be as toxic just in a different manner. I can definitely see a lot of toxicity from Dallas fans. If it turns into Luka versus Embiid, which is unlikely, um, or Luka versus Jokic, I can see it getting pretty bad again. So. I don't know. I don't know if an MVP conversation between two players in the sixth seed will be all that toxic. <laughs> well, that's part of what will make it toxic. Uh, let's get to some predictions. Let's talk about yeah. that. Uh, one big prediction for the Nuggets season. And we left this one kind of open. I just think it's like an interesting starting point. Adam, let's start with you. Give me one big prediction for the upcoming 2023-24 Denver Nuggets. Mine's not that big. It's actually kind of a small one. I'm a little disappointed in myself. I think Denver's going to be the number one clutch team in the NBA this year. They've been up there for most of the years. I think this year they're going to be number one with a bullet. And because if you ask, what are you confident about the Nuggets this year? It's their starting lineup, which just so happens to be their closing lineup. So I think Denver, once again, we're going to have to separate signal and noise with the Nuggets season. But the signal to me is going to be how they perform in the clutch. And I just have a feeling their numbers are going to be kind of gaudy in the clutch i want to give a shout out to uh ct3 who is the julian strother truther of nuggets twitter who says strother's gonna have a brown brown a brown like as in christian brown rookie like rookie impact in year one he's the Um, guy i least expect it so it would be pretty dope if it if it happened it'd be a nice mm -hmm. little surprise Uh, i wouldn't be surprised if on your clutch thing one thing i think is interesting is how good their defense was last year in the clutch like that was a very big determining factor when you dug into the numbers it's, and, it it's kind of, and it was real right yeah. like now that we saw the playoffs it's like yep. oh yeah they just have to try hard to be good on defense yeah and i don't have any sort of like data background on uh, what what that looks like year over year if your clutch defense sustains itself or not but i think that's an interesting one of can they is like that just an ingrate can they i keep comparing them to the spurs and it's just like it is evident to me it's natural because that's another thing it kind of feels like where no, no no like the vibe can be different and the roster can be a little different and all these things can kind of change and then like there are these things that the spurs always did 
And it would be very Nuggets like, I think, to be like, yeah, no. Remember that Nuggets team where they would just lock in the last five minutes and just erase you? It would be like they played terrible defense for 42 minutes and then absolutely clamped. Uh, I could definitely see that being being part of their identity. So I bet you got one big prediction. Yeah, I mean, I've said this before on uh, multiple platforms. Feel like at this point, I think Jamal Murray makes one of the All NBA teams this year. Wow, uh, I think that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, so I think the number I had it at was like it's funny enough. I think I said twenty three and a half or twenty four. Uh, I think about six assists to five rebounds. I think if he's shooting eight threes a game, shooting forty percent from three, forty one percent from three, eighty seven percent from the line. Uh, and then again, 2020, 2021, only 98 attempts, though. Again, he shot 82% at the rim. I think if his numbers get up back around there, up to like 76, 77 again, um, on volume, on drives, I just think if the Nuggets are the number one seed or fighting for number one seed, plus coming off of the finals run, I just think all of it's in front of him. I think that if he's able to be healthy, and again, Matt, you know, we talked about this too. Those last 40 games of the year, that's basically what he did. He was averaging 23 and seven yeah. in the last 40 games of the year. So, if he starts with that and maintains that and his odd off numbers are great. And then now, especially what's most important for the, a lot of the, uh, the analytics people out there, if he can have a decent on off without Joker this year, yeah, I think that will go to, to helping him a, a lot when it comes to earning his way into that discussion as one of the top 15. Did they move to, to non-positionality in all NBA? Yes. This year, this next okay. year. Yes. Okay. Um, that'll be interesting to kind of track because that might help him actually a little bit with the absence of, of having to add in a center there. Cause I was going through the guards and I was like, okay, Steph, if he plays enough games, Dame, Shay, Luca, if they count Luca as a guard, but again, it doesn't matter for this anymore. And then Fox, maybe. I would say like him and him and him and Jamal, I think have about the even chance Booker. I, I put book on there. Um, so that's interesting. I'll have to kind of like think about that. Like I look, I think it's possible. It'd be good for, I think it'd be very good for Jamal's spirit to make an all-star game. I think it'd be even better for Aaron Gordon's honestly, but I think it'd be good for um, Denver for Jamal for Ryan Blackburn, for many people, for Jamal to be able to make an all-star team or an all-NBA selection. Um, between the two, I will always say you should get all-NBA. I think all-star is such an overrated accolade at this point. I, but it is – you're right that it's an overrated accolade, but it is respect. It's, I do, it's, I, it's people in the talk club. about it more. You people, the yeah, yeah people, well, people talk about it more. Right, like, right. It's it's mentioned a, a lot more, and I'm always like, why would you do – like, all-NBA is so much more important. Um Okay. Well, I think all NBAs can be slept on too, because I think a lot of people didn't realize Jimmy Butler uh, made second team All NBA last year. You know, going into the playoffs, and people were surprised that he somehow played as well yeah. as he did versus the Bucks. You know. Yeah. Um, I liked there was a prediction in here that uh, Jalen Pickett will have a game winning shot. Think about okay. all the things that have to go right for that. He has to play, he has to close, and then the play has to somehow find him. At the well, end. why is he why is he in the game? Is this like a rest game for Murray? Yeah. That's, what, that's, that's the question I've asked. It's a rest spot. So okay. Um, I got what about this one? I just thought of while you were talking. If Murray does play, I'm this is the this is another one of my super bold takes I'm gonna have all year. If Murray does play in the all-star game, I think Yoke's gonna have far and away his best all-star game yet. This is still yeah. my take. I think that he will care about it once Murray's there. Well, he really be on the same team. 
It would if be really, on the same team. You're right. If they're on opposite teams, he won't. Be it would be really team. hilarious if Jokic got chosen to be captain and he started choosing all of the basketball players and the other guys started taking all the hoopers. And it was like LeBron, KD, like all of those guys. And then like Jamal and Nicola just ran two man game to death with like good shooters and, and good defenders on the wing. If really Jokic cool. is, I'm telling you, if Jokic is, gets to draft, which I hope the NBA does this, man. Like I hope this is part of it. Is it you know, that he gets to be on that state. If he does, he's taking Murray first. If Murray's an all-star. Yeah. Murray, Murray would be ranked on the board, like on the big board. He'd be down towards the bottom. And Yoke will pick him first of, of the bench guys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if, and if Jokic was named an all-star captain, then I think Murray automatically makes the team because he's the all-star captain. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Do you not have any other ones? I have, I think I have one. Oh, no, more. I have one. I'm just oh, sitting here. The Nuggets are going to win fewer than 50 games this season. Man, man. So we have our answer, Swipe. At the top of this show, I asked the question. We have our answer. He's going to zig hard. Look, I have him. Look, honestly, a lot of this is I have. This so they're going to be a, they're going to be a four seed. This is yeah. Uh, they might be tied for third. So wait a minute. So if they're tied for third, are you saying that the young guns are like so the Kings, like Memphis and the Suns? Like, it's going to go. I think it's going to go Memphis, Dallas, or the best team from the Pacific. Dallas, yeah, I have the Dallas. I have the Mavericks really high. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about this as the year goes on. I think Dallas is going to be in right struggling that six to ten area. This is going to be great. This is going to be such good content. We're going to do so many shorts off of this. Uh, this is not. I am. Um, despite Adam's protests, like this is genuine. Like I, I have a projection based off of where they were at last year. It's based off of half court and transition numbers, and where my power rating gets them out to. If you you can project that out to a number of games. This is about where I get them out to. And that's after I gave them an upgrade. Despite losing Bruce Brown, I gave them an upgrade because I was like, they won the title. They have more chemistry. Uh, the young guys have to be better, at least in effort, than the bench was last year. I gave them an upgrade, and I still only get them to 48 and a half. No, 49 is where I've got them at right now. Right. And so okay. um, I have Memphis – I have Memphis as like the as the number one seed in the Western Conference. I'm very bullish on Memphis this season, and I haven't been I've been bearish on them the last two. Um, I honestly, a lot of this is just based off of when I look at what their season is. I, I do have they had injuries last season that were more of the hey he's got some soreness, so he's going to miss some time. They managed soreness to prevent injury last season, and it's I will say this like I've looked at the data. It doesn't, the data doesn't say that if you had a really bad season with injuries that you get way better the next season with it or the opposite. Right. It's, it doesn't work that way. It's not like, oh, you were the healthiest team in the league last season. So you have all of these injuries. But if we look at like the average amount there, I do think that there's a propensity here. And with the fact that the bench is constructed the way it is, I worry about what the starting unit looks like if it's a little clunky because the young guys have to play a little bit in spot moments or if Reggie Jackson's got to fill in for Jamal. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, 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 it does make sense. And it's possible, but I, I just, here's my thought on injuries when we talk about injuries. If Jokic gets in, when we talk about an injury, it usually means like four weeks. I mean, if you're talking about a guy's out for the year, every team is vulnerable to a guy being out for the year. I mean, just if that, let's just throw that part aside. Regular injuries usually means a guy missed a month, right? They missed three, four weeks and you had to survive. If that happens to Jokic, the Nuggets are in trouble that month. If it happens to Murray, the Nuggets are going to mean win meaningfully fewer games. If it happens to KCP, I don't think it affects them in the regular season. It affects them in the playoffs. It affects them long term. I just it probably think 
it probably impacts like their point differential, but their win rate probably remains stable. Same goes for Aaron Gordon, hugely impactful player. I just yeah. think that again, Jokic Murray, you still got those guys. Okay. You're winning. And I think the same even goes for Michael Porter. So for me, that's where I think the injury risk really is a Murray Jokic injury risk. Not at all the other guys injury risk. I worry about Aaron. I don't know what happens. Aaron was vital with, with so much stuff last year. He's great. Like the pressure he puts on the rim, the three-man game with him and Jamal, the back Clearly screens. they're better with him. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, and, and like we all know all, all of those things. My thing is like, I don't consider what he does replaceable. I don't know who on the bench you can slide in there and be like, yeah, he can do that. But like, he helped the margins is the point. And I think over a 12, like a month is a 12-game sample size. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it meant it probably affects like 0.5 games. Right. And so you're talking about maybe it affects one, maybe it affects zero, but that's not enough to drop a team down for me to that one. But let me ask you this one. Cause I, again, it's on the table, man. I'm not trying, I'm not going to go all in saying, I think this one's wrong. I think it's wrong, but it's on the table. Where would you put the odds? If I told you there's three chance, three zones, 49 wins, 54 wins, 60 wins, Break up, what's the percentage you would put those three? So one is really good, really bad, and then in between. What are the odds for, in your mind? I would go, honestly, I would go like, God, that's interesting. That's an interesting way to frame it, to put it into three buckets. Um, I might go 35, Is I think it's pretty much even, 35%. Now I'll go 40%, 49. I'll go... 35% of, of no of the top end. Oh wow. <laughs> of, yeah. 35% for 60. Yeah. That like this is the thing. If I, I this gets back to what I was talking about. If I'm wrong, it's that the Nuggets, like, yeah, no, they had injuries. They were still dominant. Yeah, no, they uh they absolutely had to the young guys really struggled to integrate. They still won all these games. Yeah. Like there's a but, level to which they but, can just coast. But, and crush well that's what i was going to ask you matt because i think the year that uh young mellow 18 is referencing i think didn't Jokic have like a 62 win pace for cleaning the glass uh right. that 2020 when he played your thing and yeah. games he played yeah when when games he played yeah. yeah and so i guess that's what i'm saying so unless we're predicting that joker uh is somehow out like in, in an anomaly year i think 47 seems pretty hard to grasp unless well, I mean, we're saying that he's not going to be there one, I think every season is kind of a little bit different, right? Um, two, I would kind of point out that last season he played in 69 games. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is an interesting question. is like, do you think that he plays in more or less games this season? I think the same. Well, he, had, he had the luxury of playing in less games last year. Yeah, um, but I also think that for him uh, – I'll, I'll, I'll just be honest. I'm very much impacted by the way that he talked in his exit interview with the finals MVP trophy by him. And that's, like – a lot of emotion exited him at that time. Right. So I'm not like, it, it's not absolute. I'll be interested to say what he says at media day. If, if he's around, but like he was, he very much said, yeah, I'm going to take more time than usual this year, this summer. I'm telling you, he's playing in the Olympics next year. I honestly think in his, I've, I honestly think he looked at it and was like, I'm not going to do this year. Cause next I want to do the Olympics and I, that's going to be an insane yeah, you know, 25 game of 25 month stretch that he's going to go through, which means all the more reason for him to load manage himself early in the season. I think, 
I, I think there's a real chance of that. I just think there's also a chance that Denver looks good, even with yeah. him load managing. And, that, and that's why I, I split the way I do, where if the Nuggets win 60 games, I'm not going to be like, boy, I never thought that would happen. I'm going to be like, yeah, no, I, I bet on them being wrong a bit lower, and that was wrong. Well, but, let me, can I hear him swipe? Give me your breakdown on that 49, 54, 60. Oh, uh, man. Uh, 49. Um, I mean, I'm even looking at the Western Conference right now. I mean, probably 49. <laughs> I'm probably like 25, 20. I'll say 20 in that. I think I I'm think with you. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I think 20 and then probably conservatively, I'll probably put 50 in the 54 that I'll put, uh, I guess, the rest of the 30. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, in the high bucket with the 60. So, but even this is what I'm saying, Adam, Matt. So you got. I think there's 11 playoff teams in the Western Conference next year. I think the Pelicans, the Thunder, the Wolves, yeah. the Mavericks, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the Kings, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Suns, and the Nuggets. So I think that the competition is going to be viable. But I think that's for me is if the Nuggets are forced to play basketball at a high level more than they were last year, especially to end the season, I think that that's going to actually play itself out on the court in terms of the win column as well. I think they're going to be forced to play their best in a regular season setting more often than they did last year, which will equate so, to more wins. Th- this is uh, the numbers I think are really interesting on this um, because their expected wins per 82 based off of their point differential, their net rating over a clean in the glass was 50. So they won three more games than technically they should have. And that's pretty common. It happens all the time. Like it's just like coin flip games and whatever else. Right. But like, but didn't they, that, did that adjust that adjusted per mark? after March and April, didn't it? For sure. But like, I don't, I don't take the difference between us is that I think you're like, well, you know, March is never going to happen again. I'm like, that's who they are. Like the team that they were in January and December is just as much the team that they are as the team that they were in March. They're going to have stretches where they play like both. And that's like who they've been throughout the entirety of my time here under Malone and under Yoko. Well, they, they dropped from the number one offense to like the number five over the I course know. of the last, you know. Yeah, they, yeah and they finished, they finished sixth in point differential. So it's like right. all these metrics kind of indicate that they weren't, they were not as good as their seeding was last year. And the counter to that from a Nuggets fan is like, seems like they were pretty good considering they won the title. Absolutely. But I'm also very much of the vein, like I need to be very clear on this. My projection for the regular season also has nothing to do with what I think their chances to win the title are. Because I still think this yeah. is the best team in the league with the best player. And that if they are a top four seed, I will be very confident in their ability to get back to the final. So, for, so I guess for, for instance, like for you have Memphis at number one. So you're basically, based on that, you're saying that like because Memphis has the best half-court defense in basketball, basically outside of the Bucks, at least in the Western Conference, the best half-court defense in the Western Conference. They have an elite transition offense, obviously, with Ja, all this other stuff. But Ja's going to be out for 25 games, obviously. So you're saying that based on prototypical standards of what leads to wins in a regular season setting, you feel like Memphis has the best overall team profile to be able to get that job done. Yeah, especially based off of what I'm projecting for their half-court offense, which has been their Achilles heel. I think they're going to be way better on that this season. So that's kind of – and they're not going to be as good as Denver. Again, a lot of this is that – and, like, this is a good kind of a a splitting of the hairs here, Adam, which I think is interesting, which is – Like I'm talking about what the performance is going to look like, not how good the team's going to be. And if we talk about like how good the the Nuggets are going to be, we're all on the same page that when they're locked in and healthy and invested, we're on the same page of how good this team is. 
Yeah. I the one the only reason I wouldn't go full like I because I would love to just bet against you right here, Matt, and just be like, all right, let's stake our let's draw a line in the sand. The only reason it's not for any of the things that you pointed out there, because I just think Denver can survive. And I actually think that Jokic the year where they had Austin Rivers and Faku and winning 48 to me is like all the evidence I need that they could survive injuries, like they can make it done. The the reason that I feel that you could be right. I just have no idea how motivated Jokic is going to be. I have no idea what Jokic we're getting this yeah. year. He's the one guy that I look at and I go, again, in my, in my head, he carried the team when Murray was gone. That was pretty exhausting. He goes all the way to the finals last year, took this summer off, and I just think he looks at it and goes, I got to play the Olympics next year. We're probably going deep. I think we're going to go deep the year after that. And I just think he probably looks at this and goes, this is a good two years. This is going to be the hardest two years of my life, of my professional life. And I got to ease my way into it. And if he does that, then it's just different. Yeah. All right. That'll wrap it up for this edition of the Three Man World's Finest. Welcoming in Swipe a Cam. You can follow him on Twitter. Hold on. The World's Finest is Batman and Superman. Superman? So then, who who, is there? Is is Swipe of the Joker? What are you? Where do you go here? I guess. Yeah. I mean, is this just the end? The if I'm the antagonist, I'll be I'll be the Joker. Yeah, right. we're doing antagonist. I'll be Joker. There you go. Uh, all right, let's wrap it up. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have yourselves a great week. We'll be back with five shows this week. I'll be with you on Tuesday. Probably a live show Monday night or Tuesday morning on that one. Uh, Adam and Swipe will be with you on Wednesday. Swipe is going to be with you solo on Thursday. And then Swipe and I'll be back with you on Friday. Have yourselves a great week. Let us know what you think of the new edition over on Twitter at Locked On Nuggets. Give us those five-star reviews. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Smash the like button. We'll see you again on Locked On Nuggets.